And welcome back to the Firemark. I'm your host, Alex Berg. It is Friday, February 25th, 2022. Uh, we took a couple weeks off. Uh, sorry about that. Had a bunch of stuff going on. My daughter's birthday, and uh, we had some friends and family in town. So, But after a hiatus, we are back. So just wanted to welcome you all again. Um, remember our uh, gift card for our trivia, $20 Target gift card. If you can answer the three trivia questions at the end of each segment. We have three segments on the show, current events, sports, and entertainment. And uh, there will be a trivia question at the end of each segment. If you answer all three questions right, send me an email. First person to do so will win a $20 Target gift card. Um, we've had winners for the first four weeks, our fifth week. We did not have a winner. It's been a couple weeks. I actually had uh, people give me the answers to each of the categories, but all separately, and there was not one person that could tie it all together. So congrats to those people, but you got to tie them all together. So just for people who listened to last week's podcast or last February 4th podcast, um, the answers were Poland, Super Bowl 18, and the Los Angeles Raiders, and Jimmy, Bobby, and Tommy. That's the answers to the Cobra Kai was Jimmy, Bobby, and Tommy. Anyway, um, I appreciate you guys all listening again. Um, again, if there's some reason you do not like the podcast, please send me a reason why. And uh, tell me that you want to unsubscribe. I'll take you off the list. If you do like it, please share it. Um, best way to share it, also give me email addresses on who you want to share it to so I can keep a track of how many listeners I have. And I'll be expanding the podcast hopefully in the next coming weeks and months here. Some exciting things happening here on the Firemark. Um, so now we'll jump right into uh, current events. Um, biggest news, I guess, that happened yesterday uh, is the Russia invasion of Ukraine. I'm not a big fan of the story, to be honest with you. Um, I don't understand really why I need to care what happens. Uh, obviously, war is not good. I don't want war. I don't want any loss of life. You know, none of that is good. None of that I support or condone in any way, shape, or form. But people are going to do things all over the world that I don't agree with. And, you know, you can only fight so many fights. I mean, what what is this going to do for us? Is it going to inflate, uh, affect inflation? Is it going to affect uh, the gas prices over here? I mean, maybe, but these thing, things seem to be a problem before Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, you know, maybe Biden should have closed that pipeline he did. I don't know. There's a lot of factors at play here that are affecting a lot of negative things in this country. But we, we have so many problems here, we need to take care of us first. Uh, you know, we, we've got the inflation. We've got the gas crisis. We've got unemployment. We've got this, this divide over COVID and mask mandates and, and vaccine mandates. And hopefully that's winding to a close. And, you know, more importantly, we have a dementia patient as a president. But... That notwithstanding, um, it's it's not the time for us to get involved in in a foreign affair thing. We have so many things that are that are going on here. Um, I heard today that the Ukraine president uh, is insulted that what he called the most powerful nation in the world, meaning the United States, is just standing by and watching and not helping. I, I mean, really, like like we're supposed to help you out, or we're just supposed to help everybody out and and take sides in this thing? I mean. That's a little ridiculous. I mean, it's like me sending a message to, like, Cristiano Ronaldo and, and criticizing him for not helping out my son's seven-year-old soccer team. I mean, handle your own business, President, before you start worrying about other people. Um, the way I break it down is like this, and because I'm a history buff. So in 1776, there were 13 British colonies in this country, and they revolted and decided to form their own country. We all know that. 
36 years later, 36 years later in 1812, Britain invaded again and attempted to retake the colonies in one of the most important and little known wars in this country's history, the War of 1812. Obviously, we won, fought them off again, and that's why we have the country we have today. In 1991, the Soviet Union fell and Ukraine became a independent country as other countries separated from Russia as well, and they all became independent countries. Now here we are 31 years later, and Russia is attempting to invade Ukraine again. Do you guys really think that there were people in Russia in 1812 that cared about Britain's invasion of the United States? It was irrelevant to them. So why do I need over here to get involved there? You know, just like your own health and your own family, we, we need to take care of ourselves. There's so many problems here in this country, especially over the last few years. Let's take care of ourselves before we worry about starting to take care of something else. I know it's a hot topic thing, but anyway, that's my thoughts on Russia. Uh, the trucker convoy in Canada. That, that is a more important story to me. Again, heroes in our society, in my opinion. Um, they are just trying to stand up for, you know, freedom, basically. They're being beaten in the streets over peaceful protests. I mean, if you've seen some of this video that's come out of Canada, it's absolutely horrible. Even innocent people are getting beat. They're getting trampled. Um, this Justin Trudeau, the prime minister in Canada, enacted an act called the Emergencies Act. It's the first time in the history of Canada in which this, is, this has been enacted. It was created in 1988 to basically be a temporary measure to give the government um, dictatorial powers to deal with a threat. A threat. But it wasn't used during 9-11 when buildings were being hit by planes by terrorists just a few hundred miles from the Canadian border, right? It wasn't used during the summer of 2020 when BLM protests destroyed people's businesses and burned churches. But now it's being used because a bunch of truckers set up bounce houses and are honking their horns? Really? This is unbelievable. At least the one positive thing I could say is that the individual provinces have ended their mandates. At least most of them I saw that they were ending them. So I think the truckers did make a difference. But this Justin Trudeau, an absolute travesty. He had the government illegally freeze bank accounts, arrested people for peacefully protesting. He refused to calmly meet them and hear their side of the story. I don't know what kind of world we live in where you can't just sit down and have a talk with people. I want to know this. If 90% of Canada is vaccinated, according to their numbers, then why even have the trucker mandate? 90% of your population is already vaccinated. That's way above herd immunity. You know, Trudeau, this is what makes you a dictator. The government in Canada owns the media, the judges. It's become a true dictatorship, and this is a country that we border when are Can Canadians going to realize that they need to rise up and declare their independence in the name of freedom, like these truckers did? And this is, Canada, I'm talking to you. This is all you have left. You guys had a terrible showing at the Winter Olympics. A Canadian-based team hasn't won the Stanley Cup since 1993, 30 years ago. And, and it's just way too damn cold up there. So I'm just going to leave it like this. Oh, E-A-U is the French word for water, and Trudeau is the French word for coward. Until you guys grow some balls like your truckers did, you will always be known as America's hat, eh? Anyway, on to trivia. Today, Biden announced his nominee for a new Supreme Court justice. He said he was going to nominate the first black woman, so he, he did, and it's a woman named Ketanji Brown Jackson. I don't know anything about her. Um, I wish her the best of luck. Apparently, she's been a judge for some time. So, you know, that's fine. We'll have some diversity on the court, and hopefully it, it represents this country in a positive way. That's, that's all we can wish for, right? So, 
Your trivia question this week has to do with the Supreme Court. It's relatively easy. So my question to you is, who was the last most recent judge appointed to the Supreme Court before today, before Katanji Brown-Jackson? So the last Supreme Court justice that was nominated or that was appointed to the Supreme Court. That's your trivia question today in our current events section. And thank you for listening. And we'll be right back with sports. And welcome back to the Fire Mark. I'm your host, Alex Berg, and this is our sports segment for today, February 25th, 2022. I know it's been a couple weeks. Uh, it's been a while since we had the, the sports segment or, or actually the whole podcast. But uh, just to review, uh, Super Bowl was about two weeks ago. Pretty good game. Um, I, I did enjoy it. Uh, right before the California well, right after, excuse me, California canceled their mask mandates. They were set to expire, or they did expire on February 15th, two days after the Super Bowl. I don't know why two days after the Super Bowl when you had this big event in California, you couldn't have do it, done it before, like two days was going to make a difference. Obviously, that was some sort of political statement by uh, Gavin Newsom. But that being said, um, lots of celebrities and people in the stands there not wearing masks, even though they still had the mask mandate technically. Uh, a lot of hypocritical, hypocritical celebrities like uh, Charlize Theron, who was very big on social media, saying, wear your mask and get vaccinated. Big, big shot of her on, on the Super Bowl, not wearing a mask. So why do you criticize people for not wearing masks and not being vaccinated when you don't do the same things? That's what I want to know. Again, I saw the uh, Los Angeles mayor there. He was also not wearing a mask. Uh, you guys might not know this. Um this was a rare situation here, but uh, he was sitting with representatives from the Guinness Book of World Records to verify that he was able to hold his breath for the entire five hours during the whole game and thus not spread COVID. Five hours he was holding his breath because he wasn't wearing a mask. Yeah, right. What a clown you are, Mayor. On to the game. Anyway, uh, I was rooting for the Bengals. Cincinnati had their chances, and, uh, you know, they couldn't make several key first downs in the second half. Uh, they were up. Um, they were up by seven, then Rams got a field goal, they were up by four. The officiating was pretty weak on both sides for a Super Bowl, I gotta say. I mean, you know, these guys are ranked, and then, you know, they, they, they get, uh, grades. And, you know, ones with the highest grades get to do the Super Bowl every year. And this, this was the crew they got. They, they missed that blatant face mask call to start the third quarter, which led to that big Cincinnati touchdown to start off the third quarter. I mean, that was a huge play. People would be up in arms right now if Cincinnati had won, and that was the difference. But alas, either way, you slice it. Uh, the Rams did win. Good for the Rams. Congratulations to them. It was one of the better playoff seasons in, in the NFL of recent memory. A nice close game for the Super Bowl. Uh, as we've reviewed on this podcast before, the playoffs were amazing. Uh, the Super Bowl itself, the halftime show wasn't bad. You know, we had, uh, what, 50 Cent, Snoop, Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, a million people, whatever. It was it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. But, I mean, everybody was saying, oh, it was the best show ever, the best show. Not for me, it wasn't the best show ever. I mean, you know, call me a, a, a male, but uh, personally, I enjoy watching J-Lo and Shakira a little bit more than, uh, than Eminem and Dre. But uh, that's just me. 
Anyway, moving on, the uh, the Winter Olympics came and went. I'm going to be honest, this is my favorite Olympics. Well, there's only two Olympics, but it's one of my favorite sports events, and I barely watch this thing. I did tape a lot of the events. I'm sure I'll catch up to it uh, at some point. But the coverage and the promotion was was terrible of this. Like, you didn't even know it was on. It's like a million things were happening in the world, and, and nobody really cared that the Olympics were going on. I don't know if it had to do with the fact that it was in China. The only news stories that reported were, like, the athletes being treated terribly with garbage living conditions and food and being disqualified for, for uniform choices. And there was some sort of scandal about a, a Russian skater that was doping, but she was allowed to participate. You know, I really feel like a lot of people sort of did this cold boycott of it because it was in China and we're still kind of pretty mad about China, about the origins of COVID and so forth. So it came and went. It is what it is. I know the next couple will be more uh, outside of Asia. And so I think the next one's in Europe and the one after that hasn't been announced yet. Probably will be somewhere in North America. So hopefully that'll draw a lot more. Although there were also no fans in the seats too so that was a big thing so uh and the ratings were the lowest ever so i hope they can survive that i really enjoy the winter olympics but uh they definitely need to do a better job uh you know in four years moving on to uh just wanted to make some hockey notes Uh, as people know i'm a huge huge hockey fan and i wanted to note over the last few weeks or what happened in january um the commissioner of hockey of the nhl gary bettman he told the canadians Basically, to go ahead and pound sand last month, they were all scared of, of COVID rising cases, and they were like, we can't have hockey, and, and we, we have to play the games because, you know, we want the revenue, we want the TV money, but we're not going to allow fans in the seats, or we're only going to allow 25% capacity in certain stadiums, and other stadiums can't have any people, and Gary Bettman just dropped the hammer and said no. He said, we need fans in the building, it's important for our sport, it's important for the teams and their revenue. And the NHL can't afford to not have the fans in the building. So it actually worked out amazing. And he banned them for ha- from having games for like two or three weeks. All the Canadian teams were not allowed to play any games in their stadiums because they weren't going to allow any fans. So he basically held them hostage, which was awesome to see. And then it even worked out better for him because he decided not to send the athletes over to the Olympics. And there was a two-week break already built into the schedule. So he used that two-week break of which every team was just been off for two weeks because they're not going to the Olympics, to basically reschedule all those Canadian games that he had postponed already. So this, the end of the season doesn't even have to be delayed. Genius move. Um, a lot of people give him a lot of slack. I don't know why. I think he's the best commissioner by far in all four sports. So that was really exciting to see. He's also the first commissioner that suspended testing, COVID testing for asymptomatic players, realizing that we all have to live with COVID. And since he's done that, there haven't been any positive tests. Games have resumed as normal. Things are things are back to normal. So once he did that, I believe the NBA and the NFL followed suit and said, all right, well, we're not going to test asymptomatic because the testing was ridiculous. It was out of control. There's so many false positives, and then they were suspending teams from playing and the rescheduling and the money and the logistics. It just makes no sense. So kudos to you, Gary Batman. That was, that was great to see. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. Novak Djokovic, the uh, tennis player that was kicked out of Australia, I'd mentioned in this program before, wasn't allowed to play in the Australian Open because he's not vaccinated. He had a interview with the BBC where he stated that his body is more important than any trophy and he doesn't feel comfortable with the vaccine. What an amazing statement. They said 
they asked him if if this costs you um, being known as the greatest tennis player of all time, are you okay with that? He said yes. If it costs you any more trophies, are you okay with that? He said yes. And his body was too important. And and that's amazing for an athlete to see. So many of these athletes like throw their bodies and out there for money, for trophies, for ego, uh, for accolades, all of this nonsense. And here's Novak Djokovic, who is easily can win, you know, five, six more majors. You know, the people that are coming up, he's better than, and the people that came before him, like Nadal and Federer, are, are aging out and are not in their prime anymore. I mean, he's hit this window where he could easily have the most uh, Grand Slams ever, and he's, you know, still right there. I think he's at 20 and Nadal's at 21, so... But uh, kudos to him. I, I never really liked him personally, but he, he gets my respect for this. And I'm excited to see him on the next tournament. I will definitely be rooting for him. And, you know, people like Christian Eriksen, the soccer player I mentioned on here before, that, that went into a full cardiac arrest on the soccer field, probably based on, on getting the vaccine 12 days earlier. He he's now uh making a return. I think today he's actually playing his first professional soccer game uh after having the cardiac arrest what was it 10 9 10 months ago. It's ridiculous to me. You had a cardiac arrest. He feels he has a pacemaker and that's going to save him that he's in a better condition than anyone else out there because he has a pacemaker and that'll save him if he codes again. Are you really going to take that risk that the pa- I've worked so many codes with people that have pacemakers. The pacemaker's not going to save your life, bro. I mean Seriously, if if the pacemaker was the end-all, be-all, then when everybody was 18 years old, we'd all have pacemakers put inside ourselves so that we all live longer. Okay, there's a reason why you only have it in case of an emergency that you need it. That's such a ridiculous juvenile comment, and I, I cannot believe he made that. But anyway, moving on. Uh, you guys might have seen Juwan Howard, head coach of the Michigan basketball team. Big fight at the end of the Wisconsin game this weekend in college basketball. Um. Wisconsin was up big. I guess the Wisconsin coach called a timeout late. Apparently it was to sub out his starters and put the backups in, which is fine. Maybe Juwan Howard took offense at that. Either way, if you watch it and you really break it down, they always do a handshake line between him and the other coach. And they walked by each other, and he didn't want to look at the coach. He was going to give like some sort of cursory handshake like just for bells and whistles. You know, just like some some customary thing, and then the co he must have said something to the coach. The coach, other coach, actually put both his hands on Jawan Howard and grabbed him. Now, anybody grabbing someone else, I don't condone. So you could look at it that way. That that's a little bit of an instigation. Words were said. It went back and forth for a little bit. Uh, both teams and crowds got involved, and ultimately, Jawan Howard went and smacked the, one of the assistant coaches with an open fist. I never, ever condone that. When I first saw it, I said, this guy's got to be fired. But upon further review, when you look at it and you see the other coach kind of put his hands on him first and amped up the situation and did not de-escalate it, you know, Juwan's got to be a bigger man and and de-escalate it on his own. But when somebody puts their hands on you, it's hard to de-escalate things. I know. I've been there. But you're a leader, and you're a leader of men, and you cannot act like that. So I'm I'm glad he got suspended for the rest of the season. I think that that was warranted. I'm glad he wasn't terminated before that or, or because of that. But I would recommend that this is the last straw with him. I would not tolerate any of that behavior, no matter what the reason is. Again, he's got to learn to walk away and not ever do that again. Any other similar behavior or action, in my mind, should be immediate termination. So... 
That's our sports segment for the week. We're on to trivia. So I was talking before about Gary Bettman. He's the commissioner of the NHL, the National Hockey League. I want you guys to name one of the commissioners of the other major sports in this country. So you got the NFL, football, NBA, basketball, and MLB baseball. Uh, just give me the name of one of the commissioners, the current commissioners of those three sports. Or if you want to show off, uh, give me the name of all three. So that's your trivia question for sports, and thank you, and we'll be right back with entertainment. And welcome back to The Firemark. I'm your host, Alex Berg. It's Friday, February 25th, 2022. And I am joined once again by Madison. Hi. And we're back on the Karate Kid wagon. We're we the, the wagon. Yes, we finished Karate Kid Part Two, and some of us have started watching season three. Just to tease it, we'll be we'll be some watching of some of us. What, you? One of us? No. Oh. Just, me. <laughs> just you. That's what some of us. You know? oh, oh yeah. Sure. Right. Right. So. Um, but I will I will get caught up. So um, for next week's show, we're going to review season three. So then we can get right into the meat and potatoes of uh, Karate Kid Part Three and season four. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're reviewing Karate Kid Part Two today. So basically, Karate Kid Part Two it actually starts immediately after Karate Kid One ends, right after the All Valley Tournament. It's actually a pretty cool scene. I know that they sh- I don't know if they actually shot the scenes or they wanted to include it somehow into the Original movie, but... It was really good. It seemed like it was, like, right after. Yeah, right? Yeah. It was seamless. So, they, um... They they thought that it was, like, too... Like, they were... It was gonna end, like, on a down note if, uh... If, I guess, they ended that scene where Miyagi was beating up Kreese with the glass windows in the car, but, uh... And it made more sense, too, at the end of Karate Kid Part 2 with what he does to Kreese at the beginning of the movie, but... It was pretty cool that they brought all the characters back, uh... You know, with with Johnny and Jimmy and Bobby and Tommy and Dutch. <laughs> Again, hint in trivia question answer from from last week. Um, so that was cool, and uh, you know they had a little fight there. But uh, one thing that I also bring up later, which I noticed, which was really cool for those of you when I because we're kind of teasing season three of Cobra Kai, is there's actually a scene in the very beginning of of Karate Kid Part Two where Kreese kind of shoves Daniel and Miyagi out of the way. And Daniel says, somebody ought to teach that guy a lesson. And like the referee of the, of the tournament was like, who's going to do that? You? And he's like, no. And then that's really funny because at the end of season three of Cobra Kai, Johnny, or, um, he fights Kreese, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. you know, like he finally is like, I'm going to teach him a lesson. So that was like, that, yeah. that's where like it all came from. So I mean, they, they really do a good job with Cobra Kai, like tying it all together. But anyway, um, Daniel somehow breaks up with Allie, which I guess we later learn was some sort of misunderstanding. But I forgot that. Yeah. I forgot that happened. And then, um, anyway, Miyagi gets a message that his dad is sick over in Okinawa, and Daniel finds a way to travel to Okinawa with, with him and, and accompany him. And I thought that was uh, really sweet. And mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We learn all about the Okinawan culture and the village that he came from and you know, the history and so forth, and the history of Miyagi-Do Karate. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We we learn about the, 
Oh, it, you see the rule banners that are also in Cobra Kai? That's right. That's right. And that might be a key to our trivia question later. Oh. So, um, that's okay. And yeah, you see the banners, you see the Miyagi-Do Karate, you see, uh, you get to meet, um, Miyagi's childhood friend Sato, who still has a grudge against him over a arranged marriage from back in the day that never happened. And then the enemy, uh, is introduced, which is Sato's nephew, his name is Chosen, and, you know, he's learned martial arts, I guess, from Sato, who owns his own karate studio over there. Uh, the movie I thought was, uh, a little cheesy. I don't know if it aged so well, but you were saying something before about... Oh, yeah. I mean, I thought that, like, the whole, like, oh, we're gonna fight, like, that thing was a li- Like, when... Sa- what's his name again? Sato. Sato was like, we're, I'm gonna fight you tonight. And, like, yeah. Like, that whole thing, that was a little whatever. But, like, I honestly like, um, that's the reason I like old movies, because it's weird, but the, like... The bad quality, not the bad, bad, bad quality, but how it's, like, not as good as it is today. And then, like, the audio, how you can't always understand what they're saying. Right. I don't know. I like it like that. It's just, it's more, like, natural, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, no. Because when I was watching the beginning of Cobra Kai, just comparing it, I was like, the acting is still both the same. It's just, I don't know. No, I understand what you're saying. Like, like the cheesiness does have some sort of charm to it, yeah, and and kind of dates it. And sometimes it's kind of, you know, like like Star Wars, like A New Hope, the first movie. I mean, there's a lot of cheesy stuff, the little puppets dancing around and stuff like that. But but it makes the movie. It's the little nuances of it. And then when you throw, I agree with you because when you throw all this CGI stuff in the normal movies, it kind of doesn't make it. It's it's yeah. gonna age. It's not gonna age well. I I understand what you're saying. So, um. You know, it was it was good for its time. I mean, my gosh, I remember being, uh, I think it came out the summer of 1986, if I remember correctly. So I was about nine years old. I was about to go to sleepaway camp, and it just premiered on a Friday. I was getting on the plane Saturday to go to sleepaway camp in North Carolina and went to the movies to see it. And it was like this big thing, sat in the front row because the theater was packed. And, you know, it was an event. And, it, you know, it's sad that we don't have that anymore where, like, these eventful movies come out and everybody goes and buys tickets, no, you know. We don't... There haven't been good, like, good movies in a while. Right. I mean, I'm hopeful maybe there'll be a... I think the Avengers movies or the Marvel movies sometimes get like that, especially yeah. the Avengers. And um I know when Top Gun Maverick comes out, that'll probably be a big one that people want to see in the theaters. But, you know, you also have options, too. They'll probably have it streaming on... Paramount Plus or some other reason or way you could get it at home, so who knows, but I thought there were pretty good fight sequences in this movie, almost better than, than the than the first movie. That's what I was about to say, I mean, compared to Cobra Kai 2, like, I honestly think the fight scenes are more realistic, mm-hmm. if that makes sense, like, especially the end one, when he fights against, um... Chosen? Chosen yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, that I... That was really... Good. Like, that was intense. Yeah, I agree that... Uh, well, because that was for life. <laughs> not for tournament. Yeah. So, no, I agree. I think the I think the fight choreography was definitely better, well done in the movies than, than even Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, and especially in the second movie, even though there was some good fight choreograph- choreography in um, the tournament at the end of the first movie, um, the character of Chosen was just kind of a weak, two-dimensional character. Yeah. He, he was just there to really bully Daniel. There was like nothing else. Like you know, he you had learn- no reason to. Right. You, you like you saw like like uh, from Johnny's perspective. Um, you know, he took my girl. He did this. He did that. You know, he, he put the water in the to- uh, in the bathroom on me and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for him to kind of beat up on Daniel. 
And this, like, chosen other than to be, like, a jerk. There was no reason for him to do any of this. It was, like, from the start. From the start. Right when he met him. Yeah, at the airport. Yeah. Like, like, some geez. things change and some things don't. Ah, 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 ah. You know, like, they <laughs> they just, whatever. Yeah, it was, that part was kind of cheesy, too, but. Um, and, and it seemed like a silly, silly plot point, too, to make Daniel, um, you know, Daniel rescues that girl from, like, the crazy hurricane that immediately hits the island, like, one second he's he's having tea and kissing his girlfriend, and two seconds later they're about to die. Like it's like, what? what? <laughs> but whatever. Um, you know he saves the girl, and then Chosen can't go and help them, and and Sato's like, you've dishonored this family. And then he decides to go run off into the hurricane. Like why couldn't he have done that five minutes ago and saved the girl? I did, yeah. You know, so that was just uh, that was that was that was interesting. Yeah. So. It seemed like a silly plot point because uh, that was the only movie plot that they had to do to go ahead and let Chosen have a final fight with Daniel. Mm-hmm. Like, they wanted to have Daniel be the inadvertent Here. reason that Chosen loses his honor, and then they have the little dance at the end, and he's like, well, now we're going to fight, you know? So yeah. it was just, you know, because they couldn't have a tournament. They had to make up a way, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I still thought it was good, though. It was, it was good. It added a lot of good things... Um, but overall there were some plot points and it, it wasn't as well written as the first one, but, yeah. um, you know, the fighting scenes were cool. There were a lot of cool things about being over there, you know, and Miyagi bets the money to Daniel breaks all the ice yeah. uh, things and, and then, uh, you know, Sato was trying to break the concrete block and he couldn't. And then later on the big wooden pole is on top of Sato and the only reason he can live was if Miyagi breaks it and he's mm-hmm. able to break it and save his life and, so, so it was cool, and it's really impactful that, uh, you know, we see these characters again in Cobra Kai Season 3, and I, I think in Season 4, but I'm not sure. But anyway, anything else to add for uh, Karate Kid Part 2? No, I think that was it. That was I think good? it was a good movie. I mean, besides the part where I fell asleep through a little bit of it, but... That was just a hurricane part. It was and fine. That was like the most intense. Yeah, part. that's probably why you fell asleep, you know. The rain is coming down. It's peaceful. Yeah, it's I get you. Yeah, I got you. Anyway, all right, well, on to the trivia question. Maddie had teased it earlier, but uh, the trivia question is, what are the two rules of Miyagi-Do family karate? It is stated in the movie of Karate Kid Part 2. It's also stated uh, several times during Cobra Kai because Daniel has his dojo set up with the little banners that have the writing in Japanese. So I want to know the two rules of Miyagi-Do family Karate, and that's your trivia question for this segment. Don't forget your other two trivia questions when your $20 Target gift card. And that's all I got for this week on the Fire Mark. Thank you for joining us. Once again, I'm Alex Berg here with Madison Berg. That's right, and we will see you next week.